Well, 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 here we are today, you beautiful people. Welcome to Good Morning Suffolk. This is the weekly podcast from Suffolk News. I am Cameron Reed. I am Sam Harrison. Hello, Sam. How are you? Yeah, yeah, good, Cameron. Good. We are currently mm. sharing a microphone because we just hate technology at this point. I've been trying, since this podcast started, yeah. which is almost like a year, I've been trying to get the audio to work, yeah. trying to get it sound as professional as possible mm. for our listeners. We're still struggling, but we're, we're, we're sat in a little room, yeah. we've got one microphone, yeah. we hope it sounds okay. Yeah. We may be struggling, but we're doing it in style. We are. I like to think. We are. And we've got a great episode lined up for you. So, you know, if you've never listened to the podcast before, we, we are two reporters for Suffolk News and the Very Free Press. And we're going to be talking about what's been happening in the news this week, essentially. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, let's, um... Should we get cracking? Let's just crack on with it, mate. Cracking. Yeah, let's do it. I'll kick off the episode then with, yeah, some, some big news, I would say. Some very big news, actually. Um, a milestone in a £37 million reconstruction of a stretch of the A14 began on Tuesday. So, National Highways will actually start the main rebuild on the road between Hawley at Junction 47A and Tothill at Junction 49 near Stowmarket. So this scheme, which lasts actually until summer 2024, aims to improve safety, create a smoother surface and actually reduce noise for, noise for drivers as well. Yeah, yeah, this has been going on for a while. And this is obviously in my patch mm. of Stowmarket, big up Stowmarket. Yeah. And um, this was my first ever front page. <gasps> back in, you know, a couple of months ago. Mm. And it's finally started, yeah. which is good, <laughs> which is good. And um, Simon Amor, Amor? We'll go Amor. Amor, um, mm. who is the National Highway's head of uh, scheme delivery, said the A14 is a very popular route with motorists, helping to provide a transport corridor between the North and the Midlands and East Anglia. Upgrading this stretch will make it safer and smoother, ensuring it's fit for thousands of drivers who use it every day. We understand that living, working or travelling in and around Suffolk while this major construction project takes place might not be easy and we will do all we can to minimise disruption. Uh, you know, following from this week, we know the A14 has been really bad. It meant all the roads around you know, Berry and the surrounding area yeah. have been chock-a-block. Mm. Um, but the story goes on to say, you know, it will completely remove the old concrete road surface and some of the foundations uh, before rebuilding the road with recycled material and a new asphalt top. As well as resurfacing the road, the project will replace curbs installed, um, safety barriers replaced, new road markings mm. and new reflective studs. Um so this is essentially the bit of road, anyone who's driving back and forth from Stone Market, the bit that used to be really loud when you drive over it yeah. because it was just awful. So they're finally fixing it and National Highways will complete the upgrades in stages using this contraflow system. Yeah, now for those people that don't know yeah. what a contraflow system is, because I'm not, I'm not too well inversed of that as well. Yeah. Uh, but a contraflow is when the road is shut in one direction and traffic is actually moved over to drive on the opposite side of the road to share the remaining carriageway. Now, this contraflow will be fully installed on the westbound carriageway between Hawley and Tothill and will be in place for about six months, I yeah. believe. And once work is complete on the eastbound carriageway, the contraflow will be moved over with the scheme set to finish summer 2024. 
That's right. It's kind of like, well, it's actually very much like the mm. A11 driving towards Norwich. Right. If you've done that route, it's anyone bad. listening, it's just, you, it just takes longer. But, yeah. the, the, you know, we, we've driven it and it's been okay. Mm. Um, you just sat at, at 40, like, the whole time, I think, 40 or 50. Lovely. And, um, yeah, it, it's... Fun stuff, then. Yeah, mm. it, it's, it's not the end of the world, but it is obviously going to, you know, disrupt. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and be a bit of a hindrance. Okay. But these works kind of need to be done yeah. in a yeah. way, in yeah. a way. But we so, are... Yeah, go oh, on. No, go, go, go. Yeah, go say. It's your turn. Well, I was going to say, it's a slightly less interesting story, but it's a story that people need to know about. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Informative news. Yes, there you go. So we've got our next story, and this is all about Wright's Cafe. So the mm. owner of Wright's in Bury St. Edmunds has hailed a country estate as an absolute gift um, of a location for the second branch Ooh. that opens next month. So, um, Wright's is based in Cornhill currently, and they're going to be coming to Helmling Hall Gardens near Stomar hey. on the 2nd of May in the former Coach House. Oh, which is really Ooh. cool. I love Wright's. Have Ooh. you been to Wright's? No, no, I haven't. Oh, no. you should go. Honestly, <laughs> so good. And the coffee's amazing, cheese mm. toasties, fantastic. Oh, I do love um, owner Adam Wright has built up a relationship with Helmlingham over the last five years through event catering. So I guess it just seems like the next step in that oh, partnership, really. Very nice. And also Katie Day, who's the marketing and events manager at Helmingham, said, when the operator of our previous tea rooms decided to retire, Adam was the obvious choice as a natural successor. We knew that Wrights would bring a fantastic new energy to the visitor offering here and help visitors to enjoy a complete day out. Yeah. So Adam's been so creative in incorporating elements of Hemingham's history into the new cafe's design and we can't wait to work more closely in terms of introducing produce from the estate into the menus, which is lovely stuff to hear. And actually yeah. following a four-month refurbishment, the cafe boasts the Wrights colour palette and styling with specific nods to Helmingham from botanical prints, vintage crockery, and gardening books for youngsters in the children's corner. That's so cool. Ooh. So I assume it means the right colour. That's very, like, green. Yes. And, you know, very um, autumnal colours. And, um, autumnal. yeah, Ooh. from its first coffee shop to the larger cafe and a vintage food truck, Adam said the venture at Helmingham um, was by far their most exciting oh. to date. Uh, he finished the article by saying he uh, the location is an absolute gift, not at, not at least as it allows us to really showcase the best mm. of local produce from field or gardens to fork. Very nice. So when you went to Ross, what did you, can you remember what you actually had? Oh, so oh, you remember? any okay. yeah yeah yeah. yeah. I, I, like I had to stop going because. I was just spending too much money. Like it was like a daily occurrence. Don't do like. Well, I mean, if you if you can afford it, oh, go yeah. every day. I can't. <laughs> but um, I would always get a a long black, which is like almost like an americano coffee. Right. But it's like it's like in between an americano and an espresso. So mm -hmm. it's like a big espresso with more water. Essentially, <laughs> anyone who likes their coffee. Yeah. Go get a long black from Wrights because it's fantastic. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's so good. And they have loads of like nice um, pastries and yeah, stuff. I'll get yeah. a croissant from time to time. From a croissant. A croissant. And they're, they're, toast, they're cheese toasties. Oh, yeah, fantastic. I was going to say. That does intrigue me. You should go. Yeah. You no, should go. No, honestly. I'm honestly. tempted to be fair. Right, but Cameron, what's our, what's our next story? I think we finished on quite a nice one. Here. I think this is a nice story. Yeah, so a new market teacher will be a guest at one of the nation's most iconic 
events when she takes her seat in Westminster Abbey for the coronation of King Charles III. So Christine Shand, who teaches maths at Newmarket Academy, is one of 540 holders of the British Empire Medal to receive an invitation to the coronation in London on May the 6th. So she was awarded the medal in the late Queen Elizabeth II's New Year's Honours list in 2021 for services to the community in Newmarket and was actually presented with it by the Lord Lieutenant of Suffolk, Lady Eustace, at ceremony later that year. Very cool stuff. This is actually um, the front page of the Newmarket Journal. Indeed. indeed. Um, The surprise and excitement she felt back in 2020 when she heard she was to receive the BEM um, news... She had to keep secret. Oh, so sorry. Try I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back. Um, the surprise and excitement she felt back in 2020 when she heard she was to receive the BEM knew she had to keep secret until the day before it was publicly announced um, was matched early in March this year when a message dropped into her inbox from the Department of Digital Culture, Media and Sport on behalf of His Majesty the King to invite her to the coronation. Ooh. That was a big sentence. I got that. Uh, Mrs. Jan said, I couldn't think why they were inviting me. You know, at one point it felt so surreal that I wondered if it had been a dream. But then I had heard somewhere that 540 people who received the BEM were being invited. So I realized that was the reason. It was a huge surprise. And when it sank in, I felt really excited and honored. Mm, Wonderful stuff. But however, sadly, just two weeks later, Mrs. Shan's mother, Betty Bishop, died at her home in Exton, age 91. And so, uh, well, we can say that Christine Shan then said, I'm so pleased that I was able to tell her my news about the coronation invitation and that she was so pleased and happy about it. That's right. So uh, Mrs. Shan, who is 60, um, has been the organist at St. Martin's Church in Exton since she was 16. And through her love of music, she has organised countless concerts, which has raised thousands of you know, thousands of pounds for charity. Fantastic. So, so yeah, well done, Christine. Deserved. Shared. Fantastic Sound. news. That's really, really good. At age of 16. I know. Your goodness yeah. me. Yeah. That's fantastic. But Cameron, let's, let's jump into some events, shall we? Let's, let's, what, let's jump into something. Yeah, all right. So, this week, um, we've got news that a mobile cinema will return to Newmarket for the Coronation Weekend, offering a range of films, as well as the Coronation Ceremony, on the big screen, mm. which is really cool. So Abbeygate Cinema will bring their moving cinema to George Lambton Playing Fields on Fornham Road on Friday the 5th of May to Monday uh, the 8th of May. Mm. And there's going to be daytime and evening showings each day. Uh, the ceremony itself will also be shown um, you know, on the cinema screen on Saturday, which will be free, uh, free for anyone to, to go in and, and watch. Uh, mm. Chris Peters, the associate manager of the moving cinema said, our last visit back in February was a great success and was really well attended. So we just had to come back. Um, films being shown over the weekend also include the Super Mario mm. um, movie, uh, Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, Everything Everywhere All at Once, which is a fantastic film. Mm. And, um, oh, no, I just goes past. Mm. And um, there's gonna be even more shown. So yeah, get on mm. down, check it out. Moving cinema coming to Not too market. bad. Have you Pretty seen cool. everything throughout? Well, yes. Is it actually good? Oh, it's okay. good. I've heard good things. Fantastic. So, okay, but I'm about to tempt you with something even better. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. I'm even tempted by this, actually. So, revel in meeting dragons, creatures, and unique characters. 
as you are welcome to a festival of family entertainment and fun activities at West Stowe Anglo-Saxon Village. And it's a great place as well, yeah, at the Anglo-Saxon Village. Um, and the event actually runs over from the weekend of Saturday 24th and the 25th of June from 11am to 4pm. So stick that in your diaries, people. You've had plenty of warning. So there you go. And some of the, well, some big highlights actually include meeting and petting the dragons as they roam the village, arts and crafts, face painting, axe thrown in archery, and then lots of food and drink stands as available of all sorts of different tastes. And there's going to be a lot more side of that as well. So it's going to be a, a flaming good day for the family, I believe. And you get free parking, including your ticket. And it doesn't stop there. If families book now, you can save up to £15 in advance as well. So if you want some tickets, and I've reeled you in there, go to www.westo.org. Dragon Fest yeah. 2023. Yeah. Crazy. That sounds so cool. Yeah, yeah, not bad. Honestly, I, I love that pun as well. Flaming yeah, good man. day. Yeah, it can't be there. Can't be there. Quite simple to do, but you know, not you know. Well done. <laughs> well done. We <laughs> approve. But um, yeah, guys, if, if you have any events coming up and you want us to promote it on this podcast, uh, get in touch. Send an email to gmspodcast at islandpublishing.co.uk. It doesn't have to be an event, you know, if you just want to pop in and say hi or that you're listening to the podcast and who you're listening with, we'll give you a shout out. We'll um, say hello. We want to build the communication. So please get in touch. GMS podcast at iliftpublishing.co.uk or get in touch on social media, which is just, um, yeah, good morning stuff mm. pretty much everywhere. So, yeah. yeah. Not bad, not bad. But, um, now, Cameron, ooh. we're near the end of the show. Yeah, we're not quite, but yeah, we are. Yeah. Mm. I'm going to... Shall I kick us off with the, this week's question? Please do. Yeah, please okay. do. This is one that actually came to me yesterday, actually, while I was munching into my dinner. And the question for this week is, what is an underrated food combination that you particularly like? So, Sam, hit me straight from the off. Anything come to mind there? Oh, my God. I... Put you on the spot I mean, I mean, it's not... I, do you want something strange, or...? Uh, I think that'd be more interesting, yeah. I mean, I really like... Peanut butter and jam. Oh. Like PBJ Ooh. situation. Okay. Very American, I know. Yeah. But honestly, if you have it with like toast and then skip the butter. Right. And just go one side jam, one side peanut butter. Oh, squish it. Put them together, mm. cut it in half, you're away. Mm. That is a good food combination. I, wouldn't, I don't know if that's underrated because I feel like that's quite... Is it? People like that, I think. I don't know. What 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 spiked this question then? What were you eating at the time? Um, well, it's just slightly related, but I really just think melted cheese combined with most foods is unreal. Mm. Like, I'll give you a basic example, pasta. Yeah. If you do pasta and you melt some cheese on top, or you maybe crisp it in the oven as well. So basically our macaroni, to be fair. Yeah. And it, oh, just the, the melted cheese elevates the whole meal. <laughs> if it's a 7 out of 10 meal, it goes to an 8. It's that okay. simple. Honestly, okay. it's that simple. Yeah. With the PB and J though, when mm. you which one do you spread first? Oh, because of the knife situation. Yeah, unless obviously you clean the knife after each turn. I tend to like I'm quite good at spreading, so I feel like I don't have a lot of you know wasted right, material okay. Okay. with my knife so you usage. Like fold yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, bread. yeah, yeah. But I always do. I always do Ooh. peanut butter first. Ooh, okay. yeah. Is there a reason for that? Or? I don't know. I'm just thinking about it. But I would, yeah, I would go peanut butter and then the jam. I don't know why. Okay. And like I said, the knife is normally, like, I do chunky peanut butter. Right. Like, it's got to be chunky. And, um, yeah. I it has know. to be pe- uh, chunky, by the way. <sighs> yeah. I don't like peanut butter, so do I, can't, you know? I can't comment on this. Oh, it's got to be chunky. Unless, you know, 
We want to hear your food combinations, yeah, yeah. guys. Maybe you use smooth peanut butter in your mm. PB&J sandwich. Mm. Or maybe you, you know, want to put cheese on, I don't know, whatever, whatever you anything, want. Honestly. Whatever you want. Yeah, send us an email, gmspodcast at islandpublishing.co.uk. And Cameron, it is your recommendation yeah. this week. So let's um, let's hear it. What, what are you recommending? Yeah, well, it's kind of very directly related to the weather. It's just been so lovely. I don't know if you've noticed. Mm. Yeah, it's just it's just been beautiful outside. So I thought I'd recommend if you have maybe a little garden or something like that, maybe take a if you might you might not have a deck chair, maybe just a chair then. And if you can reel it all the way back where you're like lying down in the sun, pop in some earphones and put on like a nice little summer vibes playlist. And honestly, just do that for an hour and see how refreshed you feel after that. Wow. Honestly, just do it. It will do wonders to the rest of your week. As a promise, actually. Just take that time. Take an hour. Is it hot enough? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. For us Brits, I know we we'll complain it's too hot, even though it's like fifteen <laughs> degrees actually. So. Wait, so are you um, what are you like? You're not tanning. You're, you're no. wearing like you got a hoodie on or something. No, not a hoodie. Probably just a top. Yeah. But this it's more a case of just enjoying the weather, but taking the time out while in the sun. Get yeah, I get what you mean. Because when it comes to summer, everyone's gonna be complaining it's too hot. Oh yeah. As usual. Very so true. Now's the best time actually probably to do that. Yeah. yeah. In my opinion. Well, no, it's just like a refresher. Yeah. Know? No, I, I love I love that idea. Maybe Recalibrate. I will um I will try and do that if you can in this week to come. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I will um I'll report get back. back to me. Okay. Yeah. And see how it goes. I'll hold you to that. Yeah. But guys, if you're gonna do it as well, get in touch. That's mm. nice. Mm. But we're at the end of the episode, Cameron. Yes. A good one. I've flown by, but a good one. Yeah. But um next week. We may have some changes, Ooh. which are quite exciting. Um, we're still ironing out the creases of it all, yes. but yes. yeah, keep, watch this space. Yes. Very mm. exciting stuff to come. Mm. Good Morning Suffolk is produced by Island Media and Suffolk News, and we've been your host Sam Harrison and Cameron Reed. See you next week, everyone. Bye.